live from the Boom Studios in New York City, it's the Hospitality Hangout Podcast with the restaurant guy and the finance guy. And we've got our whiskey on the rocks ready because it's 5 o'clock somewhere, Jimbo. <laughs> so we're drinking a little Kings County and we got a little Pepsi. Because you know what I love? I love a little Pepsi and I mix it with a little Kings County. King and I got to tell you, I, I love it. We've got an incredible show, Jimmy. Why don't you lead us off? I got to tell you, this is going to be a lot of fun. I, I will formally welcome you to the Hospitality Hangout. This is, a, as always, a hospitality-focused podcast where the Founders at Branded Hospitality Ventures share their insights and bring innovation and technology leaders that are making things happen in the industry we love. My name is Jimmy Frischling, otherwise known as the Finance Guy. I'd like to introduce my partner, Mr. Michael Schatzberg, otherwise known as the Restaurant Guy. And thanks for that kind introduction, Jimmy. To all those listening, feel free to call me Shatsy. And together, we are the personalities behind branded strategic hospitality. We work at the intersection of hospitality, technology, innovation, capital, and emerging restaurant brands. Emerging restaurant brands. And we've got a great show. But before we start our show, Jimmy, I before. Gotta, before yeah. I got to talk to you about something Please, pretty important. Tell me. It's been, tell me. It's been on my mind. It's on been on mind. my mind, yes. and I got to talk to you. Okay, tell me. Labor is a big issue. Am I right? Very big. I mean, everyone's talking about labor, right? So as an operator in a restaurant business, I'm always looking at how are we going to get help? How are we going to manage our labor? How are we going to find people to work for us? You know what I, I mean? tell you, during every, every one of those games of the NBA Finals, all I kept thinking about was labor. Well, I got to tell you, Jimmy, there's a solution out there right now. It's a software solution. You know, we love tech. Love right? tech. You got to go to OurWork.com. Jimmy, OurWork.com has got the solution for you. And right now, OurWork has developed a QSR wage report. QSR wage report. Do you know what that means? Quick serve restaurant. Yes, that's yes. exactly what it means. And it's a report. It's any under cost? Oh, it's got to be very expensive. No, no, no. It's, you'd think so because it's a very large report. Over 100,000 quick service jobs in over 900 zip codes are in this free report with data. Free? Free. 900, wait, 100,000 jobs? Let me, let me start over again. Okay, so we've got a wage report from our work, okay? It features data from over 100,000 hospitality jobs and over 900 zip codes. And they put all this data in this giant report and it gave on a silver platter for free. What's in this report? I don't know, Jimmy, but apparently people who've told me, they love it. We probably should read it. Somebody read it. Somebody read it. Okay. A lot of people are reading it anyway. But it's free. <laughs> and our work is so easy to use, Jimmy. It's software that can double the applicant flow and increase retention by over 30%. We love this. We love this. Do you know our work serves over 8,000 restaurants across brands like McDonald's? I've heard of them. McDougal's? Yeah, Trinity. Yeah, I got that one. Welcome to Queens. Oh, yeah. Domino's, just to name a few. Yeah. So listen, anyway, go check out QSRWages.com. QSRWages.com. Get your free report. And if you haven't already checked it out, oh, and by the way, use code podcast. Use code podcast. You get a huge discount on the free report. On the free report. You get a huge discount on free. That makes it even below free. They pay pay you to do the report, which is unbelievable. Anyway, Jimmy, go check out OurWork.com because we love our work. Let's get into the podcast, Jimmy. All right. Thank you, Our Work, for supporting us. And uh, we appreciate everything you're doing for the industry. All right, let's go. Here we are. Today's episode, we have a very special guest, our friend, Mr. Rob Ertman, CEO of Mo Bettas. Let me tell you something. We're going to have a very good show with Rob. Uh, Shaz and I have had the privilege of dining and enjoying Mo Bettas. And I got to tell you, it's a special and supercharged emerging brand. I love it. I love the, the rice. I love the rice. I love the chicken. I love the vibe. I love, I love the, the whole vibe. And the dessert, that little dessert they gave. I forgot the little cake. Ohana. Special cake. Ohana. Is that what that is? Well, no, that's that, That's just, well, you know what? Why don't we, we're going to ruin the whole podcast. Watch, watch this, watch this. I'm going to pretend to let Rob in. 
but pause, because before we let Rob jump in, we got to do our Trivia Tuesday. As everyone knows, our podcasts get released on Tuesdays, and we like doing Trivia Tuesdays. We're going to play our game, Two Truths, Two Youths, and a Lie. Two Truths and a Lie. Shatsy, you know how it works, but for our listeners, I'm going to give you three facts about our friend Rob. Two are true, one less so. Okay, here we go. Fact one. Rob has four sons, all who have the names starting with the letter X. Four sons all have names starting with the letter X. Fact two, Rob was married at the age of 19. Fact three. I'm looking at Rob carefully on the screen to see if he has a tell. You watch, yeah, watch out, Chad. She's trying to read your tell. Okay, Rob, fact three. Rob has had a cup of coffee in every state in the U.S. That's a bold statement, by the way. It is a really hard that's a, one. That's a hard one, I gotta tell you. Hard okay, one. fact one, four sons, all names. I'm gonna all text Alonzo. I'm gonna text Alonzo. I'll bet you he knows about fact his sons. Fact two, Rob married age 19. Fact three, Rob is at a cup of coffee in every state in the U.S. All right, you text Alonzo. I'm gonna text Alonzo so don't answer chats, don't respond to chats. And now, remember, stay tuned to the end of the episode to find out the answer. And now, without further ado, and we appreciate your patience, Rob, welcome to the show. We're gonna let you take the lead. Please introduce yourself and a little background, of course, on Mo Bettis. Yeah, you nothing got it. Hey guys. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. It's nothing better than uh, having a mo better day. So appreciate yes. you guys saying it right. By the way, let me start there. So many people love to start off and say, "Oh, more betters. We're going to go to more betters." No. Like, no, no, mo no, 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 mo better. So you got you guys got it. But yeah, no. Look, I I'm a restaurant guy. I've been doing this for for a number of years. Uh, you know, like many of us, got into the industry when I was a teenager. First job I could get with a formal official paycheck. You know, my parents uh, love them to death. They didn't make a ton of money. So if I wanted to buy anything besides, you know, a roof over my head and, and having food in my mouth, I needed, needed to get working. So I started doing that and working. and really have been, been doing it ever since. Worked my way up really through operations and, and now uh, excited that I'm here uh, as the CEO of Mobetas. And what better place to be? I mean, you guys were talking about our food, the rice. We got Max Salad. We've got Terry Chicken, Terry Steak, Kalua Pig. Um, all, all food, all food that we make. You know, we try to make it as authentic and fresh as we can. We cook that chicken on an open grill. We marinate in house. Uh, our Max Salad. I can't tell you the secrets, but let's just say it's a labor of love to get that Max Salad made in our restaurants every single day and and uh, and make it special. That's so, the secret ingredient, chat. That's always the secret ingredient. Love, love, love. love. I know. I got to tell I think you. A lot you know, of people, Rob, listen. Oh, yeah. No, I'm gonna just say before we do, we, we got a lot. We got a lot to get into before we get yeah. into everything that you're doing at Mo Betta's, oh, and we it love comes. it. Okay, it comes. we got to find out what makes Rob tick. Oh boy, you know. <laughs> we, so let's go back. Let's go back to 1993. Rob's 15 years old. Rob needs a job. Take us back. First job at a bagel store. What was Rob thinking about? Rob, so, this is Shatsy's bagel Fraser store Crane. came after college. I my yes. first job was a pizza joint. My years, my years might I, be right, but you know what I'm you know where I'm going. Fifteen years I, old. I know where you're going. So GM. I still remember I still remember back in the day dressing up for my first interview. So imagine I walk in, I've got a a pizza paper with a resume. I don't even remember what I could have possibly had on that resume other than yard work. Or, or some things. I put on a special button-up, like, white shirt, and I was ready to go and as nervous as could be. And on my birthday, when I turned 15, walked in and uh, magically got the first job the first job I could get. And I was so proud of that until I realized. Was it a bagel store? I think they were. Uh, that was at a pizza shop, actually. Pizza um, shop. Pizza shop in, in Bountiful, Utah, funny enough. Our, our first Mobetas. Um, many years later, I, I wish I could say I was only 15 years old, but or uh, or only 30 years old. But anyhow, uh, right around the corner from our first Mobetas was was the first pizza shop I started Very working at. Very serendipitous. 
baseball. Yeah, it worked Very out good. well. It's well, well good, good word chats, well used, well placed. Uh, you know how I know that word? How do you know that? There was a movie I saw called... John uh, Cusack. Yeah, John Cusack. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I had to look up what it meant. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Should we spend a moment talking about John Cusack? No, let's, let's move okay. on. All right, listen, uh, Rob, longtime listeners know that we love, love, you know, breaking news, okay? Usually, Shatsy gets... You know the breaking news section, but 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 clearly our producers uh, <laughs> shined on me a little bit, are, are affording me the opportunity, ladies and gentlemen. We have real breaking news on the podcast to, to, uh, podcast today. Next week, Mo Betas will be opening store number Reggie Jackson. That's forty four, baby. Store forty four on the exact anniversary of their 15th year of business. Um, and wow. when Rob started working uh, with Mo Betas, talk about a fast pace. Fast path, fast, fast path. Pace. I meant to say great pace, fast path <laughs> uh, to expansion, doubling Mobetta's store count in 24 months. Outrageous. All right, Rob, that's big news. Store number 15. Can you share more about the growth plans for the co- you know for the company? And certainly, congratulations on store 44. Yeah, no, it's it's exciting, and uh, you know, I I feel like the team. Not for me. I mean, I think it's probably only exciting for me to know that we've doubled the company since I joined two years ago, but. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been an exciting an exciting journey going from when I first got here. We were just in Utah, and Idaho. We've now opened up in the Dallas market. We're in Oklahoma City. We're in Kansas City, both Kansas and the Missouri side. Uh, and the growth is going to continue. So later this year, we'll be out in Vegas. Uh, I'm actually getting ready to hop on a plane and go back out to Texas. But I'm not going to Dallas. I'm going out to Houston. We're going to start, you know, looking looking out in that market, and uh, and we'll be in Phoenix early next year as well. And I think that's just. That's just scratching the surface of where where we think we can take take this food. People yeah, don't know I, what I, Hawaiian barbecue like is. I well, think that's what I wanted to talk learn. a little about, Rob. Yeah, because I think that what's what's unbelievable is look. You know what? Mo is an emerging brand. They got forty four stores right now, just celebrating their anniversary. But every every restaurant's got to start with one, Jimmy. Got to start with one. You got to start with <laughs> one store. So at some point, there was one store. Share a little bit about the foundation and the beginnings of Mo Betas, like you were talking about, because I remember meeting meeting the the, the founders, and they talked about. I, yeah. I know they spoke at a conference. I forget what, but they talked about how Mo is really it's it's about the backyard barbecue and the Hawaiians and the sit in the backyard, the family, the friends, and neighbors all come over. Talk a little about that and 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 how that translates to to your growth strategy now. Yeah, totally. Well, I think, you know, look, people hear Hawaiian barbecue, and I think they think, like, exotic, and they're not sure what the flavors are. But but really, truly, it, it all comes from out I think people dancing around in Hawaiian, uh, <laughs> like, skirts and things, and pigs yes, roasting and things. You've been to the Sheraton in Waikiki then, so that, that yes, works. Yes, yes, uh, yes, that's our, what I think. Our, our founders actually did not grow up in Waikiki. They actually grew up in a town called Kaneohe on the other side of the hill on the island of Oahu. So really our restaurant is based on the experiences from them growing up on the island. Our two brothers, Kimo Kalani Mac, uh, and the food we serve is what they grew up learning from their mom, from their their aunties, uh, and they learned how to cook this food that they would bring people together and, and gather in the backyard. Or You know, they have a lot of space in Hawaii. Homes are expensive, so they'd gather outside, and that's why our restaurants kind of look the way they do is – this homage to how they would gather outside and they'd cook rice, mac salad. You know, you have a grill, you can do it anywhere. Cook up the chicken. And you know what's great, funny you is Kimo talks a house, lot. You know an amazing house in Hawaii? Magnum P.I. Magnum P.I. Yeah. Remember his house? He got a great spot. He didn't own that house. He just, he just like worked there. Filmed there? Well, no, I think he just like worked there. It was that guy, that other guy owned the house. 
But he had a great spread. So I'm picturing that. Am I, am I, am I, am I totally right. off base? That's what I'm picturing. Rob and Sheridan, you uh, went Magnum B.I. Yeah, should I, should totally, I go Brady Bunch episode? That Brady Bunch <laughs> episode was good, Jimmy. That's where most of my Hawaii knowledge comes from. Yeah, they jumped the shark with that trip. They jumped the shark. All right, sorry. Let's I think when you, when you think of any experience growing up in Hawaii, Magnum P.I. is probably the right thing. Really, tin roof, shed, tin roof shed. Or the Brady Bunch. Tin Roof Shed is the centerpiece of our restaurant, and that's the kind of that's the kind of place they were eating under was was Tin Roof Shed. But they bring people together and gather and and cook it. And to to this day, our founders cook this food at home. It's stuff I can cook. I can cook in my house. I have to know how to cook it. Um, but it's it's not it's not fancy food, but it's good down to earth. Home cooked, home cooked yeah, meals, it and, and it was the place was packed, and we did not leave hungry. No, it's really no, special. You know, no, no, no. I'll tell you in the in the north, particularly in the northeast, um, the word the barbecue is really more uh, of an adjective. Like we say, oh, barbecue chicken. We say, uh, you know, barbecue. hamburgers and hot dogs. Barbecue, barbecue, but you know, barbecue. We're going to barbecue some burgers. We're going to grill meat, basically. I got to tell you, when we enter Mobetas, barbecue is a freaking noun. You're getting yeah. Hawaiian barbecue. Yes, yes. And it, you're right. It is really something spectacular and 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 I guess so flavorful. But look, I, I, I'm going to keep mentioning the word because we're going to stick with this Hawaiian theme of ohana. Ohana. Say? Ohana. Ohana is the Hawaiian word for family, okay? And by the way, anyone, anyone who has ever received an email from me, anyone who works in the restaurant business, you know that to succeed in this industry, it takes a family to drive it forward. And at Branded, I always say it takes a village because the similar to how my mom spoke about my son at, at his wedding, it took a village to raise that young man. It takes a village to su- truly succeed, I would say, in any business, but yeah. let's stick to raise you. Well, probably a lot more than a village. I mean, probably a city to raise you. It's a small city, a <laughs> large city. Okay, but at Mobet is you truly, you embrace and you truly take Ohana to that, you know, kind of that serious level. So bringing up this, you know, this important member of your family and, and, and Mobed's family, you know, the Ohana, the village. Let's talk about Savory Fund, okay? And great, by the way, shout out to our friends, Mr. Andrew Smith, Mr. Alonzo Contaneda, both uh, guests on the podcast uh, previously. But can you share a little bit more? Oh, said they never come back either. And Rob is already probably on. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm never going to I'm back. a one and done. <laughs> yes, one and done. No, okay, but no. But Rob, can you share a little more about the relationship uh, with, with our friends at Savory? Yeah, no, look, Savory, Savory are incredible partners. In fact, when Mobetas was only six units, Kimo and Kalani wanted to keep growing. And, you know, certainly some, some money helps. But what they needed more importantly was they needed a team of experts. They needed finance and IT and accounting and payroll and, and all that good jazz. And that's... That's the support that Savory really gave them up through that that twenty second store, um, and and just I couldn't I could not be blessed to uh, more blessed to work with a greater group of human beings aside from a super smart just awesome group. But they, you know, they they just were tremendous in getting to that point. And then for me, as I've onboarded and now. I've actually brought all of that in house, so we now have our own our own dedicated Mobetas team that um, that does all those great functions that that we all know we need at restaurants to run. Um, but the advice, the the counsel, the the coaching I get from great people like Andrew and Alonzo and and Shauna Smith, um, those those folks are just they're fantastic to work with and um, and have done great things with this brand. And I couldn't I yeah, like I'm, I, I, I couldn't even tell yeah. you guys I'm so lucky I get them and I got these two awesome founders, Kimo and Kalani, on the other side of it and like i wake up every morning and, and i was just like, thinking excited Rob, and to go to work. you got and you got shatsy and jimmy 
on this podcast. Yeah. I mean, you really have. I mean, you've got it. It's oh, really, huh? I mean, you have oh, every. Huh? I mean, you are really the, the luckiest guy on earth. You really, you really. You know, let, let's shift gears because we can go into, you know, how great it is to be on this podcast with Jimmy and I for hours. Um, but let's shift gears. Let's talk about technology because tech has really taken the the hospitality uh, industry by storm the last couple of years. I mean, it's it's been an industry that's always been a little slow to embrace and adopt tech. But I think we finally woke up and that's a good thing. Let's talk about uh, Mobetas and, and, and how you guys have embraced technology to help you grow. What kind of tech are you using? What's helping you most? Are you focused on the front of the house, the back of the house? Is that loyalty, engagement? Is it inventory? A little bit of everything. Talk a little about your tech stack and implementation. Yeah, it's, it is a little bit of everything, but I'll tell you what we're really engaged on right now. We're, we're educating consumers about what Hawaiian-style food is. It's, it's a new concept, and so customer engagement is big on our mind. So um, we actually just started a partnership at the beginning of this year with Thanks Loyalty Platform. That has mm-hmm. been huge for our business. In fact, the last numbers I've heard, so we kicked it off really in February. We're now like 10 times our loyalty database since February compared to the group we were using for five years before wow. that. So that's like that's been huge. Um, our, our partners at Ovation um, and the, the customer voice and getting feedback from them has been incredible. So, so thanks Ovation. Olo, I mean, Olo has been a godsend in the sense of, you know, we all work with so many third-party delivery vendors and everybody else. The ability to integrate that in now into, into our, our Brink uh, POS system uh, so that for our operators, I'm, I'm an operator at heart. I told you guys that. So I'm always looking at tech that can make the job to execute for the customers better. Thanks has done that. Yep. Ovation has done that. And then ha- having a partner that can integrate anything direct into the POS, those have been the big things we've we've been doing. I mean, there's so much technology out there for cost management and everything. I think if you focus on the fundamentals there, like we're in a good spot on there. We've been we've been investing in customer outreach and improved execution. That's awesome. I love all that. And by the way, special shout out. I heard I heard Rob say uh, thanks. Our friend Zach, yep. uh, uh, Ovation. Zach. Zach. Is it the same Zach or different Zach? Different, different Zach spelled different, different but still Zach. Um, Olo, Mr. Glass, Noah, and and Par Brink. You know, there we have our, our, our friends that eat. So, so by the way, uh, just between you, me, and our producers, please send a short note. Uh, we want this segment sponsored by uh, Thanks, Ovation, <laughs> Olo, and, uh, and Par Brink. Great, yes. It's all good. It's all good. Listen, um, anyone who knows me uh, knows I pride myself on on trying to be as unfiltered and direct as long possible. Emails. Long emails. Uh, but also <laughs> professional respectful. And that includes sometimes you got to play devil's advocate, you know? you got to point out the good, the bad, and, and I like to say the otherwise. Um, a few weeks ago, uh, we had the opportunity to hear you speak at the Food on Demand conference out in Vegas, and there was something you said that really struck out to me and resonated with Shats and myself. You, you talked about how restaurants can all have really cool tech to support their business. But at the end of the day, hospitality is a people business. Um, and if you don't have the right people in place to fuel your brand, then even with all the tech, at the end of the day, you know, you, you, you're kind of chasing your tail because you're not gonna have success with customers if you don't have clearly good food and, and good service and all that comes down to good people. Yeah. Um, the tech is not gonna solve that. So can you share a little bit more uh, uh, your thoughts on a, yeah. on a healthy balance, we'll say, uh, between human capital and technology, and you know, and you have the buy-in from the uh, from the staff. If they don't buy into the tech, good, that's good people. Like you could have the best loyalty program in the world. If the staff doesn't buy into it, yep. no one's using it. Ohana, yeah, yep. Ohana. Ohana. all of us anyway, have brought, brought on, 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 on the new. the balance. 
Yeah. Yeah, you got it. I mean, look, all of us have brought on a new system, and we think it walks on water, greatest thing ever, but we do a horrible job setting it up and training our teams, and it's like useless, and everybody thinks you made the worst decision we've ever made and bringing something on. So, you know, look, I love technology. It enables a lot. It educates us a lot with the analytics and everything behind it. Um, but you guys actually had Jacob Jaber on the on the pod, podcast a little while ago, and I was so fortunate to work with him as well in my career, and he taught me a lot about this is a people business, right? That's yeah, He said on the podcast, I heard it from him every day. At the end of the day, all the technology in the world can help you have all those analytics and, and enable things. But it still comes down to core fundamentals. If you're not training your team, if you don't have yep. high expectations, and you set a chassis, if you don't engage them and get them bought in and excited, what are we all doing this for? Because you can't save a company with with the next best technology piece. Yep. You've got to, You've got to be able to deliver food and mouth. That at the end of the day, that's what Kimo and Kalani started our brand off with is, hey, I think we can make some good food and maybe people will give us money for it. If you miss the good food, nobody's giving you the money. So I just think we can't lose sight in this day and age of, of fundamental execution in the four walls. No, I think you're on it. And look, we're going to move into the talking back section, but I just want to say, you know, a lot of, there's been some challenges and struggles going on in the virtual dining space, the, in the ghost kitchen, dark kitchens. And again, we'll figure out the right normal and that's going to be a key business and a vertical for restaurants, but you can't ignore the quality and, and the people that deliver that quality and consistency. So, all right. I see Shatsy's right. bringing in the music. We're going to talking back. <laughs> I don't know why I get the tequila song, although I clearly have earned it. You like tequila. I like tequila. I he he it. knows right. my favorite. It's, it's my favorite beverage, so I think he, oh, uh, yeah. he figured it out. I love it. Wait, you ever, have you ever turned down tequila? Um, I'm not gonna, even if it was a bottle of Macallan, have you turned down tequila? I've never turned down tequila. I was, I was going to pick on a few less than good brands, but let's just say <laughs> I, loved, I love tequila. Exactly. More, the more enabled, the better. All right, well, here we go. Talking back. Shatz and I clearly started this podcast because we like talking to people, but we learned along the way that sometimes our guests have a question for us. So here we go, Rob. We're going to give you the microphone. You can ask us any question you like. As I like to say, nothing's off the table. Rob, the microphone is yours. Beautiful. Well, hey, look, I, I think about you guys, and you guys have your hands in so many different tech companies, and we were just talking about people as the brand, but I think for me, I hear so much about AI and what's going on with that in the business. I'd really like to know from you guys, like, what gets you guys excited in the te restaurant technology world right now? Maybe it's AI, maybe it's something else, maybe it's something I'm not looking at, but what you guys, you guys know more than I do about what's out there. What? We'll get you, get yeah, you jumping no, out. Great. It's a great question because there's there's a lot of really cool stuff out there, and you got to kind of separate the cool stuff and the, you know, wouldn't that be great to use that from actually the things like you said, what do you actually really need, you know? So yeah. there's a lot of cool stuff out there, and that's exciting because for, for Jimmy and I, we like to look a little bit down the road also because you want to see what what is happening it may not be right for our restaurants to embrace right now maybe a little too early but we like to see it so i am still really excited about watching the evolution of robotics and automation coming into our industry it has been an industry that i think the um the most automated things that we've had probably was the dish machine probably i think it's called a dishwasher the dishwasher <laughs> the french uh, that's version. the french yeah, so i think the, you know the dishwasher was was like automated, maybe, you know, uh, a timer on the oven. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. You know what I mean? Timer. I mean, really very, very, you know, we really don't have a lot of automation in, in, in restaurants in front or back of the house. So I'm really excited just to continue to watch the evolution and see how uh, people are solving problems. Because at the end of the day, there's definitely a lot of tasks 
that are repetitive and and could can be replaced by uh, by forms of automation robotics. So I'm excited about about seeing how that we're not we're not adopting it yet, and I think it's still early. But I'm excited to as we see that evolution because I don't think I'll be dead when I when I think we'll we'll have that, Jimmy. I may be down in Florida, like you know playing golf or fishing or something. Yes, yes. But I think it'll be the kitchens. There'll be a lot more robotics in the kitchens yes. in the next 10, 15 I'll, years. I'll meet you on the 19th hole, and I'll be waiting for you at the pub. With the tequila. With the tequila. But yeah. Yeah, I'm going to skip the fish and the golf, but I'll meet you when you're done. But done. I am excited to see how that, I am excited. you know. No, Rob, I, I really like your question, and, and while I want to be very specific, I also want to be mindful from a macro to micro standpoint. I get most excited when I see a technology that and our our process our investment process the top of the funnel for us is the subject matter experts they keep guys like me and the finance and the investment team away from deal selection because we're too likely to kind of apply uh, a mindset and project things that don't actually connect with that operator who's in their running stores day in and day out and this is a very fragmented industry so when the operators team sees something that's really cool and then the investment team agrees from the way in which the investment team looks at things and then we deliver it to our hospitality network and there's joy and success truly i mean you mentioned you mentioned four companies that are helping mo betters those are to me the most exciting thing and that where i get a high is when we triangulate among the technologists among the operators and among the guests and, and it's okay and the tequila. tequila. But if we get those three right, operators see value, the technologists can deliver, and the guests see value, we've delivered, we've done the right thing for the operator. And there's so many companies doing that. But I'll simply, without naming names, I'll simply say when that trifecta is that box gets checked and all parties feel they're winning, that is where I get the biggest high on this business and clearly doesn't doesn't hurt not to have some tequila in me when I'm getting that, uh, when I'm enjoying that buzz and getting high. There you have it. Okay? Jeff, we done now? Is that it? Yeah. Oh, no. What's, what is that? Steve Harvey, cool it with your cease and desist letters. We're going to keep using music, baby. Whoa, Jimbo, it looks it's like it's feud. time for it's the feud. food service feud. Oh, my goodness. We got the food service feud celebrity edition, Rob. Are you ready to play? Ooh, yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's play the feud. I got to tell you, we go, you know, every week on LinkedIn, we throw out a poll, and we ask over 300 billion people to respond <laughs> to this poll. We get something like 100 million responses, like over 100 million people respond. So we asked over 100 million people a question. And we've got the top four answers on the board, Rob. Are you ready for a little food service feud? Get your imaginary buzzer ready. Here we go. Celebrity edition. Which superstar celebrity got their start working in food service in Hawaii before starting a career in acting? Was it Sarah Jessica Parker, Marvin Gaye, Bette Midler, or Kevin Costner? Ding. Jimbo? I'm going Kevin Costner. Oh, Rob, you can steal, and the, know, and the family I can, Kevin Costner. I don't know, and the family, and the, and, and the Mo Betis family can steal and win God knows what. You, you didn't yeah, say yes. any of the ones that I, I uh, you know, when you said yes, this, I'm going to get some right. It's either Sarah Jessica Parker, or Bette, Marvin Gaye, Bette or Bette Midler. Midler. Let's go Bette Midler. Ding, 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 ding. ding. Rob Erdman, he knows his Hawaiian heritage. And oh, room. my goodness. He knows what's going on. <laughs> Bette Midler. Bette Midler, the famous singer. Actress, songwriter, entertainer, national what does treasure, national, national treasure, treasure, Jimmy, at a Polynesian themed nightclub in Honolulu called the Blue Max before her rise to fame in Seinfeld in the uh, softball episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes, right. Yes, and let me tell you, you know, if Bette Midler, if 
She had been using ourwork.com. <laughs> ourwork.com. She may never have become. She may never have been the national treasure she is today. I got to tell you, you know what? I guess, thank God for us, we didn't have our work then, but we have our work now. Ourwork.com. There you go. Bette Midler. You know what? I, I'm a big fan. Long time fan. All right, here we go. Remember at the top of the show, we were playing our, our Trivia Tuesday, Two Truths and a Lie. All right, here were the three factoids about our friend Rob. Two are true, one's false. Remember, fact one, Rob has four sons, all of whom have names that start with the letter X. Fact two, Rob was married at age 19. Fact three, Rob is at a cup of coffee in every state union in the U.S. of A. Shatsy, I got to tell you, this is a tough one. Rob gave no hints, no tells. I have my opinion. I'm going to guess after you. I think Rob was married at 19. What do you think? I am, I'm going with that. I think that's a yes. He's a young man. He was, married he was working and he was out there. Wait, you know what? When you start working, you fell start in love at that love. bagel store. <laughs> at the Immediately, eyes connected. Bagels are being made. You were I love you. You were allowed you to do that then. You were oh, to yeah. Now, not so much. Yes, he fell in love with that bagel store right. very early I think that's on. A yes, I think that's a true. Now, the four sons with the letter X, I mean, that's a coveted letter in, uh, in, in Scrabble. Yeah, that's tough to make that's words. Tough, tough to make words. Who could make people's names? Four names. I, 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 I don't think you can. But, can but you? meanwhile, the number three, a cup, a cup of coffee, coffee every, every state. Every state. Have you been every state? No, I've been every state. I've never been. I've been every state. state. That's unbelievable. Right, what are you gonna so, do? I, I, you know what? I'll go with his sons, and we'll have, yeah, his sons, he's got exes. Right, I'm know? saying that's a falsehood. I'm going it's with the crazy. Has, I'm saying he has had a cup of coffee in every state of the USA. Shatsu went one and two. I went two and three. Rob, what do you got for us? Yeah, so look, I I have drinking a lot of coffee in my life, uh, especially working, but I'm in Utah, so, you know, being married at 19, having four kids is is kind of the norm. And, and actually, maybe I don't have enough based on Utah standards, but they are all named with <laughs> yeah, the letter. Really, with the not, letter. You're not too shy from what I understand. Hold on. Don't interrupt them. Go, 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 They do all have letter. They're all named with the letter X. So what got us on that? Now try and name them. Try and name them. Ooh, yeah, I got Xander, Zane, Xavier, and Zachary. So we cheated a little on the last one, but we still made it work. But uh, coffee, go. now I have a mission, though. It. I need to have a I cup of coffee it. in every state. That's my next, my right. next goal. Hey, Chatsy, once again, respect. You're very good at this game. Very <laughs> I got to tell you, I nailed it again. I'm so excited. All right, listen, that was great. <laughs> that was great. We're going right to the quick fire, Jimmy. We got the quick fire July 4th edition. Rob, I'm going to ask you five lightning round questions. Don't think too hard. First answer comes to mind. Are you ready? Branded Quickfire, July 4th edition, the greatest segment in all of podcasts, according to Nielsen Ratings. Yeah, Joe, uh, Joe Rogan wants to debate you on this. He can if he wants. So I'm here. Debate you. Okay. Fireworks or firecrackers? Fireworks. Yes. Where are you getting dinner from tonight, Rob? Ooh, I told you I'm going to Houston, so I'm I'm hoping to stop by Pincho. They're opening up their new location there. Nice. Oh, I'm right, hoping, right, right. My friend Otto will serve me a burger over there. Pincho, so. good burger. Yeah. What's your favorite food city in the world? Uh, pizza, I think, has got to got to be my my number my number one after after Hawaiian style food, of course. Okay, it's not a city, but it's a good food. That's good oh, food. I'm sorry. Yeah, I missed the food. city. I'm sorry. Yes. Food scene, Chicago. Chicago for me is the food yeah. scene. Okay, so Chicago you. deep dish pizza. Chicago deep dish pizza. I gotta tell you, Chicago's now right. It's got a number of mentions as the favorite food city. Yeah, Respect. I gotta tell you, where where's your favorite place to travel? 
Ooh, I I like to change. I just got back from Australia and New Zealand. I, I like to go everywhere. I I won't. I don't like to repeat. So I don't have a favorite place. I just like to keep going back. You just keep going. Other, I love places. it. I've never been there. Keep I got to get over there. Jimbo's been to Australia. All right, here's where it gets a little tricky and challenging. If you were to challenge Jimmy or I to a rock climbing competition, who do you have better odds of beating? I mean, who who can climb rocks? Who can climb mountains in Utah better, Jimmy or Shatsy? That's a tough one, I gotta say. Ooh, I I I think I'm gonna beat Shatsy because I, I think Shatsy's gonna be so busy sort of talking to whoever else is around at the bottom that I'm gonna get a nice head start. <laughs> Why does everybody know me so well? Yeah, I, I respect that they think <laughs> it'd be distracted and not get into it. I gotta tell you though, I was watching something last night and they had these like hotels or these rooms on sides of mountains and you climb to your room and they people climb down to give you and all I kept thinking of was I would never go there. I would absolutely never, <laughs> never sign up. They give me a free vacation on yeah. a hotel room on the would side you ever of the mountain. Go, would you ever go into a, into a submarine down to the Titanic like like what's happened right over there? <laughs> I, 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 I hope they uh, I hope they're found. I heard that some. I heard they found some. some, some maybe not. Yeah, but not, I mean, would you ever do that? No, regardless, no, I feel like Alanis Morissette. I feel uh, small beside the ocean. Yeah, and I don't feel like I'm climbing a mountain because yeah. if you climb a mountain, then you then you, you, you change your mind. You're middle up there, and then what do you do? Now, I like I like the lift that take you up the mountain yeah like the helicopters that yeah. drop you yeah, on the right. anyway, anyway. by the way i respect your answer because i think chatsy would uh, lose interest and i think i'd beat him although i wouldn't beat him by much all right listen rob we want to thank you so much uh for joining us on the podcast and really congratulations to you uh the entire team at mobed is your your partners and friends uh your ohana uh at savory uh we're big fans of what you guys are doing uh, and we continue to uh, enjoy and champion, and uh, we look forward to hopefully seeing you out at Restaurantology, uh, the great event that uh, oh, Savory organizes. About that. Um, also, if, if, uh, to any of our listeners, if you want to get in touch with Rob directly, you can email the podcast team at podcast at brandedstrategic.com. We'd be happy to make the connection for you. Uh, and finally, to our listeners, um, we always want to thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, our growth and exponential growth with the podcast doesn't happen without you. Um, and it doesn't happen without funds like our work and some of the other funds, fund our corporate friends work we have signing on board. Yep. But again, sincerely, thank you for continuing to listen and, uh, and check us out. And we'll continue to do the best we can to have some fun, bring on great guests like Rob, uh, um, and certainly try to uh, give you some information on this industry we love. So, Rob, thank you so much. This is Jimmy Frishing, your finance guy, passing it back to my boy Shatsy to close us out. Thanks, Jimbo, and thank you, Ron. Hey, what's the, uh, if they want to check about where the Mobetas closest to them, is it Mobetas.com? Mobetas.com, just put in your address. So check out Mobetas.com and find the closest Mobetas to you. Let me tell you something. Go there, pick up, order in, take out, whatever it is. But let me tell you, you will not be disappointed. Good is delicious. Jimmy, I got two other things I want to say before closing out. Two youths. Two. Let me tell you something. We've got a great weekly update. It's called the Hospitality Headline. Hospitalityheadline.com. Go subscribe. I got to tell you, you think Jimmy's emails are long? Wait till you check out the (laughs) newsletter. The Hospitality Headline will keep Keep you engaged all weekend long. You start at 6, 7 o'clock in the morning reading it, and you can continue right through. By Monday, Monday you will be done reading it. But in all seriousness, uh, Jimmy uh, Jimmy weighs in and really gives some great opinion pieces and really a lot of great content on the hospitality headline. So check that out. Also, I got really big news, breaking news, Jimbo. I always kid about nobody listens to the podcast. We just got our numbers in. We are now at over 50,000 listeners a month. 
50,000 listeners. 50,000? I mean, listen, they're going crazy. <laughs> they're all outside. I mean, 50,000 listeners a month. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Rob. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, guys. Thank uh, you. Mahalo. Thanks, guys. Mahalo, mahalo. Ohana. Ohana. Ohana, mahalo. Oh.